To American Slacker podcast. As always, I'm one half of your host, Matty G. Oh, and I'm Jesse and Matt were rich. We fucking pulled it off, man. If only it was the real world. Oh, yeah, no. And and for what it'll get us in GTA, all that money, it's probably like a cardboard box off Grove Street with these housing prices. <laughs> I bet you we can't even afford Grove Street with the take we just took off that. Seriously. We're talking- we're talking about the brand new heist we did on GTA on Twitch. We've mm-hmm. been twitching a lot lately, people. Oh, we need yeah. to get at our Twitches because we're doing a lot of fun things. We've actually got a couple of shows that are going to be coming out on there mm-hmm. that are not just you watching us play video games. Even though if you watch us play video games, it's pretty funny as well. Yeah, honestly. we're always tuning into the chat. We have some cool little setups on there. Matt's got his camera. I'm usually kind of mysterious and off camera. As he mentioned, we have some segments coming up where uh, I'm going to be doing Moon Mondays on Kerbal Space Program, which is like a rocket simulation game. If you want to see me try and get to the moon, get super frustrated when I don't. It's a fun place to do that. Uh, Mondays at 10 p.m. Pacific, or I'm sorry, 10 a.m. Pacific. Yeah, man. But like, honestly, if you've played Kerbal and you watch like what you're doing, like I'm impressed because like I played Kerbal and every time like I just shoot a rocket into the sky and I (laughs) try to get it into an orbit at all, like and I just make a big U-turn and I come crashing down on a beach somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's all its all about those Delta Vs, Matt. <laughs> okay, dude. See, you're losing me. You're losing me. See, I play a lot of Rocket League. I play a lot of, like, you know, Call of Duty with Jesse. We'll mm-hmm. play a lot of that. Um, but I'm starting a new little thing as well, like, where I'm going to do, like, uh, I haven't decided the day anyway. But I play a new game, like, every week. I'll try a new game and, like, try it out. See what's going on. I did Hello Neighbor this week. That's been a lot of fun playing, you know, you're kind of sneaking into a pedophile's house. It's a weird (laughs) concept, but... Is that on the back of the game box? I think it's... Dude, it's scarier than, like, when I was playing Silent Hill as a kid, because it's like, when you're running from a pedophile, that's fucking terrifying. Oh, absolutely. And you're playing... I should say, you're playing as a child, so that makes it even more... You're defenseless. So watch Matt survive, and watch me uh, try to expand the Kerbal uh, space program. <laughs> yes. Um, so we, and we also, you should follow all three. We, uh, we Twitch on our own, but we will be Twitching under the American Slacker podcast name as well. That's where we're going to have a show unique on, on there as well. Debuting like probably in the next week or two, we hope. Yeah. Um, we're, we're not going to announce too much right now, but like, uh, so, you know, follow American Slacker podcast on Twitch. Also follow Landers of the Plane for Jesse. And then follow uh, me at Matty G from HP and uh, keep up with our shenanigans there. Yeah, we're not just a podcast. We have so much more going on and you can tune into it all. But, you know, we got a show to get to here. And we always like to start out our weird news with a little bit of weed news. That's right. We're back talking about cannabis. And this time we're going... All the way west. More west than me, Matt. To Hawaii. Ooh, tropical. I love it. And it's about to get a little bit more tropical with some of that guava dank that they got going out there. Uh, they're looking to legalize. It's it's moving in that direction. Now, uh, Hawaii has been medical 
for a couple of years now. And the push towards legalization is coming that much closer. And there's a little bit of uh, hesitancy from the governor, David Ige, who is a Democrat. And he came out saying that he's worried about the Schedule 1 classification of cannabis. And how that nice. how that affects, you know, states being able to manage their their uh, legal cannabis industries. Mm. Yeah, it's fucking tough when something's legal, but also it's under the nationwide like public enemy number one badge. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the current president, Joe Biden, he is not like he's lukewarm at best on marijuana. You know, he, he's wanted, disappointing. Yeah. He's wanted to decriminalize in certain instances and expunge records, but won't go as far as saying legalization. I feel like he's very much still of that old mentality, mm-hmm. that, like weed bad. Yeah. <laughs> weed bad, dude. Weed bad. Yeah, it's scary. Um, you, you would think that like the financial aspect of it alone is enough to turn the tides when you mm. think about, especially when we're going through a pandemic, the regeneration that we could bring through just cannabis tax if we legalize nationwide. I mean, that would get ridiculous. I mean, we're talking a billion dollar market across the nation. Easily. Oh, oh, and cannabis tourism. That, oh, that, dude, that's 100%. a huge, especially for the places place, that have to jump on it already. Like Hawaii, where people dude. already go on vacation. <sighs> oh, well, that see, they have the unique piece. I was thought, you know, like we have Colorado, we got Cali, which are, you know, the meccas, honestly, when you think about like people taking vacays in you know the main states right right but you go yeah, snowboarding dude, you go to, in colorado get a blunt dude, or come see la awesome is why when you add that you can just go to like a dispensary you know Ooh. like and fucking pick up a little bit and then you're hanging out in tropical paradise you know what i mean like it'd be nice yeah. if you could smoke on the beach who knows how they'll set their laws up but uh yeah. it's it's moved through one of the uh the it's going to the hawaii senate and um, they're going to be holding a vote to figure out whether or not they can legalize for adults over 21 and also allow home growth, a grow of a plant. That's like essentially the, the major bill that's under proposal right now. And it has like one more step to get through, but the governor has not said whether or not he will veto or sign the bill because obviously you know he has hesitancy over it like he expressed before um he did allow a another weed related measure to go through before without signing it and he and which essentially allowed it to take take effect without his signature so he might do the same thing again he might go and do the same thing again and just kind of set it out um on the signature and let it pass when it comes to legalization man yeah i hope it does i hope it does i mean the people of hawaii come on like you know they're fucking token everywhere is token these days like we're past that like it's such a weird thing these days to be like let's just let the black market thrive you know because like even police i feel like are not focused on taking down weed dealers anymore you know what i mean so it's like a little black market piece that's like we're just gonna let it survive like will it be one of those like laws that eventually turns into like you can't bring a horse into church on a on a Sunday in Nebraska, you know, like one of these, yeah, yeah. like no one gives a shit anymore. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Honestly, I mean, I mean, even like straight edge people have like friends of the family at least that are like, oh yeah, they're pie. It's like they they're no harm, I know. Yeah. Right. 
And yeah, yeah. public opinion is definitely coming around. I think another interesting thing to mention that uh, comes from this marijuanamoment.net article, the main source for what I'm talking about here, they're saying that uh, in other Hawaii drug policy news, a proposal is put up that would legalize uh, psilocybin mushrooms for therapeutic use. Um, that was introduced to session, but is stalled in the committee since last month. Okay. So they're approaching a lot of, you know, these things that you see in other West Coast states like uh, Oregon. I think they they passed similar decriminalization to drugs like uh, mushrooms. So mm. it, it's interesting to see. Uh, they often, We often forget about Hawaii out there in the ocean, you yeah. know, as, as one of the like West Coast kind of kind of states but they that's right they haven't legalized yeah. quite quite yet it almost seems like they shouldn't be part of the united states and they should be their own peace hmm. well i mean you can go into hawaiian yeah history and that, that's, a, that's a whole other uh topic yeah. we'll, we'll do a patreon one on that we'll have we'll Ooh, have someone on i like that that'd be fun <laughs> have an expert talk about that because I am not to... equipped for that, Matt. Nah, dude, I'm, de- I'm too high for that right now, dude. <laughs> well, yeah. if you want to read a little bit more about this marijuana um, moment article, we'll be posting it up on our Facebook page on Thursday. So you can go and read it over there. Make sure you give us a like over there, too, while you're at it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely support us. Um, our, man, it makes me want to catch a flight right now. I uh, It's one of the spots I've always wanted to go in the United States. Yeah. You know, Make just, sure you bio-suit up. Oh, dude, I know that's the thing. It's like, when will we get the chance to do that? I don't know. Um, uh, but uh, well, what we do, hopefully, there'll be some legal uh, dispensaries we can hit up. Oh, dude, I know, right? That's that is the nice thing about that. Like, the, the, look into the future, be, dude. It's like going like not to go all crazy on another story, but like how we went to Vegas one time, weed mm-hmm. was legal. Next time, weed. Next time I went, and next time you went, mm-hmm. weed was legal. Yeah. Like, whoa, what the fuck? Such a quick <laughs> I, I still haven't been back since it's been legal. Oh, I thought the last time you went was legal. Sorry. No, no, I still, I still got to uh, venture back there and hit up oh, the, okay. the crazy dispensaries they you got. Live so in yeah, the wild west. So stop. Oh, I'd, 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 well, I'd love to see what Hawaii would do. It seems like each mm-hmm. state kind of has its own feel with these dispensaries too. Hell yeah! And back to the most winded wild transition ever speaking of catching a flight (laughs) uh we're gonna talk about the most wild little stowaway story i've ever heard of as far as aviation is talking uh we have a flight that was bound for uh the the capital of qatar and they had to make a quick turnaround because 30 minutes into the flight they realized they had a cat inside of the pilot's cabinet and the cat from what it seems like had like snuck in there the night before okay went to sleep in like a little area like under a seat or something like you know out of sight and then all of a sudden the cat woke up confused it was aggressive he realized something was going on the vibration that's a tarmac cat of course it's going to be aggressive it's living dodging planes all its life they made multiple attempts to try to like capture the little feline and uh, apparently it just kept going for the captain, which was a big problem. So they were worried, you know, but like it might affect the safety of this flight. So was this mid flight he erupted? Oh, dude, 30 minutes in. So, I mean, you're getting to <laughs> altitude within 30 minutes, I'd imagine. Right. Yeah. Yep. You know, so you're at altitude flight, you know, you're cruising in. I mean, it's probably a normal, you know, couple hour flight. And then all of a sudden, like quarter of the way in, 
you got a fucking pissed off cat just hissing Clawing. doing its thing dude claw dude it's so crazy because how fucking difficult it is to deal with like a little fucking eight pound 12 pound cat like they are fucking if they're pissed dude they're the most agile little killers and they can mm. just fuck your day up especially if you're a pilot trying to just do your job oh i've seen the clips you know oh, people trying to handle cats that do not want to be fucking touched and they just yeah. use you like a jungle gym but with their claws just up and down, sink, 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 sink. Yeah. So doing, imagine like a small person with knife, the multiple knives in each hand, attacking you while you're flying a plane. <laughs> oh, dude, it's terrifying to me. Terrifying. That's, that's like, nightmare I think about that, shit. Every time I pet my cat, I'm like, damn, if you really hated me, you would be a problem. <laughs> Let alone if I was trying to fly a plane and you were like stuck in a little enclosed cab with me like you can't reason with him No, dude, there's no reason with a pissed off cat that doesn't know what's going on He and just he he thought he had a little cat house for the night He was trying to get out of the elements and then he wakes up from his little slumber and there's vibrations Something doesn't feel right when you're up in the air. He knows mm. he knows he's elevated all right, you, you. I know what has to happen in this scenario, and it's unfortunate. And you're, you're dude. not, and you're not gonna like it, dude. Don't even tell me you're gonna open the window and do something with, with <laughs> no. fucking meow meow. Unfortunately, even worse. <laughs> you got, you're gonna have to set up some bodies and get that cat into the bathroom by any means necessary, and you're gonna. Have you to can't fl flush meow meow. You're gonna meow, have to dude. flush the cat, Matt. You can't flush meow meow for the I've sake of all of the lives back there, up in the sky. You are the worst. the clouds. Dude. I'm so glad the captain in our, our news article here had a little more composure than you because it's not like Meow Meow is a goldfish. I mean, that's what I'd be yelling from the cockpit. Flush it! Dude, you didn't just win him at the carnival by throwing a ping pong ball into a bowl. Like, stop. <laughs> so My what God. they do to fucking handle this then? So Experts. they literally, they, they grounded the plane to like deal with this cat. Like, so that they could ground the plane safely you know so the no passengers were at like at risk okay and uh then they captured the cat and he had to be he had to hey, be taken off the plane better men than i we're seeing all kinds of videos of people being taken off planes these days like it's funny you know whether it's like the mass thing or anything but it's funny to see like a cat just grabbed by the scruff but like but like it's his mom like it's just like fine i guess i'll be out <laughs> you know you didn't have a mask oh he had to that go. Probably, dude, that did make another part of the problem. He was mm. definitely not. He wasn't social distance. <laughs> Couldn't get all. him to pull it on, put the mask on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're going from cats to dogs in this next story. In Tennessee, a man left $5 million to his dog after his death. That's a whole lot of bones, dude. Yeah. Like, wish bones, whatever kind of bones you want. Like, that's a lot, dude. We got an eight-year-old border collie named Lulu, who's now a millionaire, along with uh, her caretaker, Martha Burton, who now will be essentially taking care of the dog Lulu and is in charge of spending that money on the dog. That's not safe for that, that person's. Oh, my God. Can you imagine the manipulation that's going to happen there? Yeah, yeah, I know that dog's going to be begging yeah. and it's like I have to give it something. Oh, dude, <laughs> I was okay with it. Like when you said, like you know, it's a sheltie, it's like the the mini collie type deal, like mm. whatever. Like, but man, that caretaker is gonna be doing a whole lot of like cocaine, like living it up, <laughs> like Scarface style, like going crazy. Well, that would be that would be pretty intense because she looks like a very old woman. 
She she looks like she's probably in her 70s or 80s at least. She's going to drop it all at bingo and shit like that. (laughs) There's supposedly there's supposedly a person who is in charge of making sure maybe they check the receipts, a conservator managing the trust. So she might have to bring receipts in order to uh, get reimbursed. It might be one of those scenarios. So if it is a strictly managed like process, what do you do in this scenario? I mean, obviously you make sure the dog goes to the vet like fucking more than any other dog possibly, right? You get it. Uh, what's it? Caesar but, Romero or whatever. Oh <laughs> that God, that one. It, it's like we bring in the dog whisperer. We got yeah. money. Yeah. Um, I think he's in trouble actually. So we'd have to bring in like there's a, there's a new dog whisperer. I'm pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> we'll get the better one. Um, we'll get the new one that hasn't abused other dogs we'll get whatever uh, one isn't even known to anyone yet with five million dollars for this. on dog. top of that what do you do with that money do you like give him extra like treats do you get him all the toys do you buy like a peco warehouse worth of toys for that you dog buy, like you buy a dog house like an actual house for the dog i'd do you imagine buy that dog another dog yeah a couple of smaller dogs to boss around dude you create know? a pack for Start it to a- like Oh, you know, oh, you that's know what? smart, dude. You, you know go, what would be what if smart? You a gift. You make it the head of a pack. Like, yeah. That's, <laughs> you give it you're right. as many small dogs as, as it wants. You get but, five puppies. But like, more importantly, once. you incorporate. I think that's what you need to do. You need to make a business for this dog in oh order in order to oh. protect the, uh, you know, the investment. So if the, maybe if this dog can start yeah. trading stocks, if there's a way to set it up with a machine of sorts, so that it could pick based off of food bowls, which stocks it wanted to buy and sell. Maybe this dog could actually turn a profit on this one. Have you seen the button videos yet? Like where they like train dogs to like hit buttons, like to make choices. And it's like, yes, no, outside, outside. Like it's like stupid shit. Like, Should, yeah, like, dude, do that. Well, well up, first down. off, yeah, that's, we're going to get the, sell, buy, the buy. high end version <laughs> of that. It's going to be literally already on like the collar and like hooked up and oh. wired up so it can just walk around and talk Some this is gonna be fucking reading brain waves yeah the most futuristic okay. dog that you've ever seen that's it gonna sounds be like to such talk. an 80s movies already like, like an 80s movie I love yeah it. this is well this is blank check meets Airbud. Oh, that's what we're talking check. that's an underrated movie i'm so happy you made a reference to that on the podcast right we now mm-hmm. have we now have a dog who has unlimited oh. spending capital holy shit yeah dude this is, this is air, air button blank check my god well this dog is living life uh again i just i really want to like see the invoices i want to know like he has like he spends like a shit ton on kong toys so maybe he is invested in like the kong company you know what i mean that's a company yeah, that makes like tough bully toys right and stuff. right the chew toy really type stuff yeah dude that, that'd be funny it's like yeah maybe the caretaker is like authorized to make that kind of choice right that so would be that would be a smart way to do it so you're not just spending the five mil maybe open a, a shelter for other dogs in that Ooh, dog's name in that dog's name dude that would be pretty Ooh. cool that's a good um, publicity move too right then then it's a famous dog even more even more so you can spin it hell yeah i love it I, I, I like the idea of it having a giant dog house, though. That's like an actual house. <laughs> Dude. Who lives there? It's like, oh, it's a family of dogs. <laughs> Dude, it's constructed just like a dog house. It's like <laughs> it's like just like small enough too. like it's above the dog size. But like it's enough to where like whoever's a caretaker has to be like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. The, the mailbox is down. like is like all the way like at dog height. <laughs> oh, dude, I love it, dude. There, there's a lot of potential there. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love this new Airbud modern version. 
<laughs> All right, we're moving over to Connecticut where we're going to talk about a uh, seafood thief that has just struck in everywhere in Connecticut. He's just making his ways across. He's, he's targeting seafood and it raises the question like I want to know what he's doing with it. But like, let me give you a little context on this. Uh, his latest his his latest heist is eleven hundred dollars worth of shrimp from Adams IGA supermarket. Uh, it's a lot of shrimp in Terryville, Connecticut, dude. Apparently, it's about thirty to thirty-five one-pound bags of frozen shrimp. Which that doesn't like that's I mean that's a lot of shrimp. Thirty to, to thirty-five on. pounds of shrimp. Yeah, I guess it's a lot of but like doesn't that seem like a lot more? Like I didn't realize if you grab thirty-five bags of like one pound bags of shrimp at the store you're hmm. spending eleven hundred dollars well i never buy frozen shrimp like i'm like weird yeah. about that but like i thought it was cheaper to buy it frozen right i'm gonna do a price check for us do the slacker math on this please because i definitely don't have the mental capacity to handle it but so all right he's got freezer bags he totes them into that and then he just makes his way off somehow he does this without being noticed i should say uh, they they noticed doing inventory check. They were like, "Holy shit, we're like 35 pounds light on the shrimp this week. Like, what's going on?" And they checked the cameras. They like realized like they had a you know a masked bandit running here. So if these are jumbo cooked shrimp, yeah, we got Omaha steaks is pricing them pretty high, like 70 a bag for like one oh, and a, one and a half pounds. We're talking, but if we're talking. Huh. Just cooked regular, and these say jumbo as well. Instacart will get them for you for twenty bucks. I, a twenty a big, pound? Uh, yeah. Well, this yeah, is twenty. Uh, no, this is twenty-one to twenty-five pieces. We got another one pound bag for fifteen for fifteen bucks, and then thirty bucks for another pound of fresh sh shrimp. So we got a wild yeah. margin on shrimp prices. I didn't know the shrimp market was so lucrative. Yeah, like, it's, I feel like I'm sleeping on the shrimp market. Honestly. I mean, I mean, that seems to be the motive behind this theft. This guy was real slick. He uh, they went, you know, from going from the interior cameras to like finding like when the thievery happened, mm. they checked the outside cameras. They like check the parking lot. You see like, oh, let's catch his plate. The guy had already taken his plates off his car. Oh, Did you have a description of his like he has a Toyota RAV4. Uh, but like took the plates off so they're like shit you know like it's pretty hard to find especially if this guy's traveling to this area mm -hmm. i mean he could be a local dipshit but it seems like he's got some kind of fucking crazy seafood trade going on if you're like able to like take 35 pounds of shrimp and resell that somehow mm -hmm. that's a you unless you know gordon the fisherman and, and you're just like you know hawking it off wholesale you're not True. selling a bit shrimp to baggied out. You're you'd not going to have to. Yeah, you'd have to have the right like person to take this off your hands. Like, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You're connected. And also, I'm thinking like, <coughs> excuse me. I'm thinking like, it's like if you can, if you're capable of setting up this kind of operation, imagine if you like applied it like in a legal aspect and like did something on your own. Like this guy definitely has the capability of handling business one on one. Like, come on. He just didn't have the capital to uh, invest in the shrimp. He does now. I mean, calm down, dude. Eleven hundred. Like, come on, you could start something with that. Jesus, get a little cart or something. And I if don't know. if this is just <laughs> one of several hits, unless that this dude. was not well thought out and there's no buyer set up, because that you got to sell that quick. You can't sit no. on shrimp. This is definitely a serial seafood thief. Like, we're talking like he's also hit 
uh, stores in Avon and Cheshire and Benici in, in uh, Connecticut. This almost feels like a restaurant owner. Right. Ooh, you're, <laughs> you could be right too. That's Running a out of shrimp. Like, I wonder, yeah. I mean, then you never have to pay for shrimp, especially if you're going through a thousand a week. You just add that into your fucking mm-hmm. your pocket. Like, it's like, oh, well, we got that for free and we're just making every shrimp I sell. I'm making a fucking fortune off. Yeah, at that point, you're just calling cash shrimp for <laughs> shorthand. Be like, yeah, man, make a mad shrimp. <laughs> oh, come on down. We got the freshest shrimp there is. <laughs> I make sure of it personally. <laughs> I will go out and fucking steal it myself. That's uh, uh, that's a good theory. Like I, coming into the story, I was like, I just I wonder what kind of operation this guy is selling it. Like, does he have a supermarket or whatnot? But a restaurant would make more sense. That feels feels more realistic because you can't move shrimp unless you got someone to move it to. And if you got mouths to feed, I feel like we got shrimp to steal. I feel like on the side, we could easily find this restaurant because I feel like if we found the most like uh, we're talking a non-commercial, a singular operation, they have Mm -hmm. one restaurant, but it's the highest rated like seafood probably like unless they're they're going through this much weight and they're sneaking it in as a a low ball operation and they don't like it's a it's a you know an Italian place, but the shrimp is really making them the money. If they're going through like 35 pounds of shrimp and he's hitting multiple places like this in a quick <laughs> fashion, I don't know, dude. I feel like that place is pretty hopping. We need to uh, see a plotted out map with all of the hit points. Oh, my God. So that you can center where that restaurant is. We're going to have to like start like a slack or crime box where people can like try to find the criminal. And like we set this up, give hey, them a little map. If you have any hints <laughs> and you want to drop them our way about this seafood crime that's going on in the UK, you said the UK. No, this is right in Connecticut, dude. Jesus this Christ, is, it's closer than I thought. This is on fucking American soil, bro. Oh, you better have some fucking, fucking respect, dude. Holy shit. Have some fucking respect, Jesse. I know, like, we're doing a podcast. But it's, this, it's this British beer that I'm drinking. You, you know, son the, of a bitch. So if anyone has it. any information on, on what's going on in Connecticut with this shrimp thievery, hit us listen, up. Listen, if you pause your T's and crumpet over there. 420. This is a seven, big fucking deal. Four, or 7246. I'm trying Nailed to plug. I'm trying to plug Damn, our, our phone good. number. Pretty good, dude. Hit us on the hotline. The crime, crime watch. If you think, if you think Jesse has become a traitor drinking that British beer, trying to say this is not an American crime, or if you've bought illicit let shrimp, let us know. Ooh, if you also, yeah, especially if you bought illicit shrimp. <laughs> there might also like I need to take a judge of your character, so we're gonna have some questions for you on that. Alone. Yeah, some health related questions. So. We also have another seafaring story here for you. This one is a little bit of an optical illusion. So I'm going to I'm going to share this with you, Matt. That way, everyone else on the YouTube version can can see what we're doing here. We have a ship floating off the water. What would you say? That looks like it's what, 200, at least 300 feet off the water. I'd say Lucas Films did this one. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> it does like look a like, like Star Wars cruiser. fucking little sand cruiser or some shit. You're coming on in, floating off the uh, the bay there. Well, That's in this slop one. Or in this that? case, <laughs> this picture was taken in the UK by a man who was just walking around, taking a stroll by the ocean near Cornwall, or well, in Falmouth in Cornwall, and okay. he looked out and saw this floating barge. And decided to snap a picture because he couldn't believe his eyes. Well, I wouldn't believe out, that either. Turns out science comes to the rescue on this one, Matt. Science. All right. Hit me with the, it. 
This is going to explain two things. I'm going to explain how this image works and how, uh, what are they, oasises in the desert, mirages work. Ooh, we got a little mirage at sea going on here. That's what you're saying. Pretty much. So this is called a superior mirage, and it Mm -hmm. happens when the there's different temperature airs air laying on top of one another Ooh, okay two layer cape going on here in the atmosphere i like it pretty much so when there's cold air on the bottom i want to make sure i get this right here when there yeah when there's colder air on the bottom and then warmer air on the top it makes it look like there's a a gap between where the the actual thing you're looking at is and uh, where it's positioned in your line of sight. And that happens because I guess light refract, reflects, or re- reflects refracts. differently or refracts differently and in t- different temperatures. Okay. So if you have the, <sighs> if you have the warmer air on top, the colder air on bottom, it looks like it's floating up. Now, if you have the reverse where it has colder air on the top, and then warmer air on the bottom, that's where you get things out in the desert like uh, mirages, because it looks like the sky is reflecting back on the ground. And that's Which called- Which looks like water. Yep. yep. And that's called oh, an yeah. inf- inferior mirage, as opposed, as opposed to a superior mirage. That is wild, that little mirroring effect. It just, it perfectly raises it. It's like, it almost like you feel like it's coming off the ship, but it's just because the like temperature right above the water is such a different temperature that yeah. like, it carries the ship. Like it's really carrying the whole skyline there, mm-hmm. like the whole water line anyway. But you think like mentally, you're like that ship is floating, but really you're you're seeing like a non like a merged skyline, and you don't realize it. Like there is a yep. line there, you just can't perceive it like uh, ocularly. And, you know? and it's interesting because they also point out in this uh, Guardian article um, that. If you notice when any of these images where it looks like it's floating, you won't see the underside, like where it's cut off at the water. It's also cut off in that floating image. Like the ship. So it, like it looks like a floating ship. It's so weird. Like well, you, and you, you, you don't, don't see you don't see what they really is there. There's a whole shit ton of the ship that's under the water. Yep, yep yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not flat. Yeah. Just like chilling on top. So it, I thought this was pretty interesting. Um, the it, Like I said, if you're watching the YouTube version of our show, you can see the image that I shared there. And uh, send us anything on, on the Facebook group or, or, you know, in our DMs. If you have a cool image like this to share, we'll definitely uh, talk about it on the show. Hell yeah. If you've ever seen this in person, that's even wilder. Can you imagine yeah, right? being like out there, like just seeing that? You'd feel crazy. Yeah, you definitely do feel crazy. Fucking dude definitely feel like star wars all right let's transition in it's everybody's favorite new segment of 2021 it's the florida man news wrap-up do you got some corny ass sound thing you're gonna play Is that oh, i was going just here? gonna say I, I think we do have some uh some breaking news here yep yep we came came right oh, in Jesus. let me let me make sure that we play this florida swallowed a man two years ago while he was sleeping drone video gives us a look inside the hole that kind of made you unsettled because you think, you know, it could happen anywhere else around here. And the county does have plans to start filling in the hole, hopes that Florida does not reopen once again. Good. 
Oh good. my god, you son of a bitch. It's, I, I thank the uh you know the reporters we got out there in the field to gather that news. God. It that whole the whole state of Florida. Oh my god. I hate it opened you, up. Florida Florida's already open, so you can suck it. It's not gonna be <laughs> shut down again. <laughs> the, the whole the hole needed to be filled. They're gonna dare you refer to Florida it. as a pothole, first <laughs> off. I'm so mad. That wasn't me. I just want to make sure everyone knows that. That was some cut that I didn't realize you were doing right under my nose. You literally did that while we were in the same Zoom room. <laughs> like, I... Oh my God. <laughs> Let's move along here into the headlines. <clears throat> These are the headlines we have not dived into, and we have no idea. We're just going to converse on the idea of just the headlines. Yeah, we didn't read these stories. Uh, Florida man speeds at 100 miles per hour, told officers he had business at the Ritz-Carlton. I will add a tagline. I did see another version of this story headlined. Okay. One sock, underwear, and a white beater. Is what oh, I thought it was, was going to be much fancier since nope. Ritz-Carlton was So, mentioned. kind of counterdicts that he has hot business going on at the Ritz-Carlton. <laughs> so, I don't know what's going on there, you know. Maybe clothes. Huh. I don't know, maybe the wife is cheating and he's like, he's just like, I know she's at the Ritz Carlton and he's like racing there. He's just like, he didn't even realize he's just wearing his like tidy oh, whiteies. We're, we're at the end of a 90s comedy. That's what's going That's on. That's what I was thinking. It's like, it, it could be wild, dude. There's a wild story, honestly, no matter how we like pitch this right here. Yeah. There's definitely some kind of ridiculous story. Honestly, knowing Florida and I like, I defend Florida at all costs, but knowing Florida, I'm willing to bet there's a little bit of meth here. Yeah, I was going to say that, or he there he better be professing his undying love to someone. That would make it so wholesome, dude. It's, it would. It's, it's, it's either very wholesome or again, very I like not. defend Florida. Wholesome in Florida, not really the most like common thing. Gener <laughs> generally, no. I'm going to say math. We're not going to read into it, but... <laughs> <laughs> Moving along to the next one, we got Florida man or Florida woman attacks her roommate for playing chicks the freak over and over on a loop. Which I played, I played this song earlier for you, and I said, "Remember this song?" Oh yes, I do remember you playing that for me. Yes, and it <laughs> is an annoying song, and it's it says like "freak out" in it and stuff like that. Freak out. So, it's only. It's only like, come on, we know like you're gonna freak out if you hear that 300 times in a row. You're gonna be like, I'm gonna freak out on you. That that was very intentional. You play especially with the I song, would. especially with the song choice. The best songs in the world become torture if you play them on loop <laughs> 300 times in a row. So they they're going for the psychological warfare in this case. That's, I mean, we did this to terrorists. Like this is a known tactic. Like. It is mental warfare that's fine. It's especially you close your door, you lock that shit, and you're just like, I paid for half the rent, fuckface. And then you just play the song over and over again. It's like, what are you going to do? And like, the door's locked, they won't reason with you. You're going to get to a mental breakdown state. Like, anybody's trapped to that. It's like, all right, I'll do the dishes. That's how you reason with people. Oh, dude. Imagine <laughs> it was like, you're going to do the dishes, or I'm going to play this forever. Freak out. I don't, I don't have work for a week and a half. You're going to live with this? Good luck sleeping, dick. <laughs> I mean, it leads to an attack. You you definitely provoked her. Dude, yeah. I, I can only imagine. I don't know. I never, <laughs> I've never once thought about doing this as like a tactic to like get at somebody. Like, it seems manipulative. It mm -hmm. seems sociopathic. But uh, hey, I mean, maybe they had no choice. We don't know. This, uh, this was an escalation for sure. Escalation. Florida man 
when Jurassic Riddler and Joker dispute online hate rhetoric. <laughs> real no. villains are out here in Florida, people. They are really out here. So on camera, I'm wondering. Yeah, hundred percent. It was like all on, on camera on Twitch trolling, yeah, trolling folks. like TikTok. Who knows what what platform they were using? But like, yeah, they were they were doing a little little villainous actions, doing some <laughs> things that maybe not the mass agrees with. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's got to be pretty bad if Riddler and Joker wouldn't approve of it. Now, might I say there's an open area for the Florida Man Batman mm. to become a thing? I don't know. Just saying. What would he drive? Ooh. I would think a motorcycle some kind, of some sort. Ooh, I was going to say some kind of convertible, almost like. Okay. Like an old convertible or something. I don't know. like An old charger. The, the convertible doesn't work. Like it's got holes in it or something like, and it's just like, it's always a top down. <laughs> it's got to be ripped to look like a bat, <laughs> dude. And he's wearing like tank top shit because it's way too hot to be wearing all that pleather. Oh yeah, no, he's but he's yeah. still got like the arm things. It's so it's like a tank top, nothing right there, but still the <laughs> chest piece and the arm. <laughs> like I'm not ruling out the bat cycle at all. Well, I will rule out anything that flies because then we're talking about that Nevada Rocket Man style shit where it's like a dude that's gonna die on the first flight. <laughs> so. <laughs> but so, yeah. so this Riddler Joker fool, he's like tro trolling people with like racist shit, or he's just like shitting on people's profile pictures. What kind of hate are we? When I thinking? when I feel like I hear like hate rhetoric, it's like he's probably doing some like you know like he's definitely doing some some racist shit, of course. Probably, but he's not. That's not where it ends. Like I feel like he's just like trying to be a troll, almost. Like I mean, not that like the Riddler mask or like. The fucking Joker makeup wouldn't give you away anyway, but like, he's definitely just trolling hard. So he's probably trying to hit everybody. I feel like there's like some no one like, dude, dude, yeah, nobody's safe. Honestly, so, so there is a Three, need for gay. For Batman. Doesn't matter what color you are, who you are, where you are, you're getting hate. Like, and this guy just needs, I think, like. The Florida Batman asshole. <laughs> we, we need a Batman to like sneak in here, hack this dude. Like, there, honestly, who's the hero that you don't deserve but you need? Yeah, dude, that's exactly what we're looking for there. Step up, Florida. <laughs> Florida man assaulted by a cat tossing roommate. Which, how many cats are we talking here? I mean, the uh, cat tossing. I mean, it doesn't sound like it's a singular action. Right? That, could, that sounds... can start out fun but end real deadly. It sounds like we got a rotating amount of cats, and mm -hmm. they just keep coming back to be reloaded. So <laughs> or, maybe we or got three of them. A never-ending line of cats that could pile someone. <laughs> Train them to just line up like cartridge style. They just like <laughs> advance one position every time one gets thrown. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's gonna take you, you know, uh, like a second per cat to like throw them out there. But if you once you get like five on the person, they're not gonna be able to move. Your aim's gonna get a lot easier because you're just piling them. Pile. Well, there is a weight variable. No cat is like the same weight, so it's like you get a little chubbers. I mean, you get you get a chonkers in there every now and again. You're like, whoa, hold on, we got a heavy load. <laughs> you gotta mid. adjust your uh, stance for the throw. Yeah. Some cats are real light, dude. They feel like they're made out of balsa wood, you yeah. know. And then you got other cats that feel like they're made out of meatballs. We mm -hmm. got a difference there. Cannonball know? cats. Those Cannonball are cats, those are dude. those are a variable. Heavy, heavy damage. You got to know what you're dealing with there. They are meant for taking out structural 
type damage. Well, we, you know, we mentioned before in the airline story that like cats are basically guys with little knives on their hands and uh, toss them enough and you could you could eviscerate someone's back if they're not dude. expecting it. What a cat catastrophe, dude. Just like, eat. That's a recycled joke I was going to use in the original cat story, but I that forgot to use it. So it is. I'm glad I snuck it in here, honestly. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Our last headline, Florida man gets his epic mullet critiqued as a unicorn by Blake Shelton. And you know what? You know what? I thought about breaking the law on this one, and maybe we should take a little shared peek and see what we're talking about here. Oh, boy. Should we? Should we? Yeah, do we? I, yeah I think that warrants a, a peek. We're not going to read anything. Okay, we got Kenzie Wheeler, 22. Okay. He's got a luscious. I mean, I don't really... It's hard to see with the uh, background being so dark. Really? Like that's enough for me to see and be like, I, oh, okay, I can I can see it in that thumbnail a little bit better. It's uh, I see it. He's kind of got a bushy little mane going on the back there. Well, let's see if we can get a little video action of this clown. Oh, okay, it looks better in video. It seems like honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, Okay, he's got the real country sound going. Can we go to where Blake uh, makes fun of him? Is that in this clip? Okay, hold on. Before we get sued by uh, X Factor or whatever the fuck this is. I, I don't know what this is. Is this like America's Got Oh, finally decided to go full screen. Hold on, let's see if we can cut. I love country music growing up, singing with my mom in the car. I'm d again, dude, maybe I'm a very, like... Here's the thing, not great at <sighs> Maybe I have a very narrow mind when it comes to critiquing mullets. That doesn't look that glorious to me. I feel like I've seen way better. It's it's well kept. John Legend's commenting on his mullet as well. They're all they're all focused on his mullet. They, the, the voice caught him in, but the mullet is doing it for him. Okay, so we got it right there. We got it right there. Blake Shelton wants to support everything he does, basically, just because of the mullet. No, oh, there you go. So he's not ripping on him. He's uh, he's supporting. He loves it. Again, dude, not that impressive of a mullet. You're like, if you're not even watching the YouTube, if you're just listening to the audio, you're not missing anything. Honestly, I'm gonna say it. You've seen a mullet. It's, You've seen it's this okay. one. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. not epic. I feel like at the mullet world championships, there's a lot more glorious fucking hawks going on there. Oh, absolutely. And uh, you know, I think we might find some in the uh, place where our, our funny clip takes place too, up in Toronto. I feel like they'd have an, a nasty mullet going on. I th I'm surprised there's not one in this video. There might be, honestly, that I didn't notice. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> We're gonna start it over. We got a bum fight kind of okay. going on. I, I love the cops. There's an epic mullet. When he hurts the man, he will wait. He will wait for the police to arrive. Beautiful. Makes me want to get in there. Holy shit, dude! What you gonna do? I didn't know he was gonna hit us with a solo. What you gonna do? 
Was he about to hit Holy Diver? Because he was hitting some notes. Yeah, he was. And it, yeah. he's an, you know he's a noble man because he said he's going to wait around for the cops after he hurts the man. I don't yeah. know why he needed to hurt him in the first place. It seemed like he was having a good time skipping around in the street. Dude, he's, he just <laughs> sounds like a warrior with morals, dude. That's honestly what that sounds like. He's going <laughs> to wait for the police to arrive to make sure that justice is served if he did anything wrong. But he is going to handle the situation. I don't, know, I don't know if you peeped that longboard, too. Dude, he was nasty. You know, he's a dude that kind of kickflips that thing, too. He doesn't just, like, ride it normally. He kickflips a longboard. That's well, how he, he had a staff for pushing. So he, yeah. can, he can, like, uh, pat, like do a paddleboard-style longboard on the street. And it also sure doubles, as, doubles as a weapon. Yeah, absolutely. I saw some notches on that fucking broom handle. That's fucking, for the kills. Dude, what do they call it? Like, fucking in, uh, the, the, what do they call the Irish whooping stick? Uh, shillelagh? Shillelagh, dude. That was his fucking shillelagh, dude. Yeah, and that I was... I saw notches. That was He's a stri- street shillelagh. Oh, dude. So we'll post that uh, clip up so you can check that out on Friday on our Facebook page. Go over there, give it a like, give it a laugh, and uh, hopefully that guides you into a nice weekend. Hell yeah, check out Master Shredder. He is fucking (laughs) gnarly. All right, uh, we're getting ready to get into the next segment here. But before we do that, before we do that, here's a word from the people that pay us to do podcasts. What's up? shaking cats and kittens i'm rob lee and this is getting to the truth in this art getting to the truth in this art is an interview series where i interview artists entrepreneurs and tastemakers contributing to the culture here in baltimore oftentimes you'll hear about the negatives such as poor education corruption and violent crime we're always in the news for that or we'll get the goofy questions like is baltimore really like the wire is baltimore really dangerous why was a television series and Baltimore is no more dangerous than New York, New Orleans, or Philadelphia? Baltimore is cultured, creative, and vibrant. So I want to get to the truth about what's really going on in Baltimore. So check me out every week for interviews with the hottest artists, entrepreneurs, and tastemakers, and really get down into the real about what's going on in Baltimore. Nothing contrived, all authentic, all Baltimore. So check us out on every podcast platform. Subscribe today. On one of our recent episodes, we got a chance to talk to the founders of the company High Stick. The guys at High Stick were uh, educating us on the difference between Delta 8 and Delta 9 THC. And uh, Delta 8 is available in the majority of the states legally in case you're having any issues trying to get a little bit of a cannabis product. Yeah, it's a natural derivative of cannabis, kind of like THC. Let's let the uh, one of the founders explain it. Yeah, I, I always explain it to people like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. You've got CBD, definitely beneficial, too cold. You got Delta 9, traditional cannabis, definitely also beneficial and very popular. Uh, Delta 8 is just right. Their lab tested and certified products offer quality that you can trust. Use our code SLACKERS at checkout and get 10% off all high stick products. That's highstick.com, H-I-I-S-T-I-K.com. And we are back to talk a little music here. We got some suggestions for you. Kind of, uh, I would say, in the loud and maybe a little angry uh, like genre. I'm you know? mad, dude. I'm <laughs> mad right now, dude. So, yes. Mad yeah, at the world. There's a lot to be fucking mad at. Dude. Dude. Hell yeah, dude. Let's get into this. I'm ready to fucking jam. Yeah, so the uh, band that I'm suggesting is called Hop Mulligan. 
and I found these guys probably in a Spotify playlist at some point. They had a uh, new song that uh, came out, and I decided, you know, who are these new guys? Let me check them out. And the first song that really hit me by them is called Equip Sunglasses. And it really just fucking stuck. As soon as, like, it was something about the hook and the way that the uh, the lead vocalist is, like, screaming that just, like, really hooked me. And so before I even tell you anything else about them, I'm going to let you hear them. So, yeah, like I said, this is called Equip Sunglasses. And it's got such a unique sound to it. It's kind of punky, but has like a poppy kind of feel to it. I'm a fool for shaky vocals like that, that like crack rasp. Yeah, it's not screamo, but it's like close. That emotion, dude. You know what I mean? It adds an emotion to the track. And then the uh, the rhythm that they have for this song, I, I, I find super interesting. So this is off their uh, 2020 album. I found this uh, last year when it first came out. It has 11 tracks on it, and it's called You'll Be Fine. There's a number of great tracks on this album to check out. So that was the one that really hooked me by these guys, and I was like, oh, I should fucking look into what they got and check them out. Um, Very melodic. I'm fucking. It's one of those tracks that'll grab you immediately. Like if I would have heard that on a random playlist, I would be like, "Oh, who the hell is this?" And it is their top played song on Spotify, which is pretty yep. impressive. I think it has like three million downloads, or, or uh, yeah, three point three million plays. So it's it's getting played a lot uh, for you know just having come out last year. These guys are an American pop punk pop punk band out of Lansing, Michigan. And uh, the band members, uh, Nathan Sandville, Chris Freeman, Ryan uh, Malixi, uh, Garrett Willig, and Brandon Bakley, I believe. Sorry if I butchered anyone's name. Um, These guys have been putting music together since 2015 when they released two EPs. And they've done tours um, between 2015 and uh 2021 doing stuff alongside senses fail uh charmer secret grief grayscale uh yours truly a number a number of like big two like medium-sized bands um you know doing senses fails uh 2019 fall headliner tour and and a number of other tours so i feel like these guys are definitely on the rise i hope the you know pause and touring didn't like fuck with them too much <laughs> mm, probably right, give them uh, yeah. time to time to practice and stuff it sounds like they were kind of lined up to have an album out for that year already which it puts mm. them in a nice position man i really like to see bands continue the sound into you know the current times i feel like i don't want that sound to die like which is mm-hmm. like that very unique it's, it's like a hybrid emo you know like alternative rock it's mm-hmm. it's very it's something that's catchy and fun, and I like to see it evolve, like and right? not just die, you know. Well, I got something a little different for for their next song. I was gonna play here. Um, this one's called "I Fell in Love with Princess Peach," and it's off um an EP from 2017, or I'm sorry, it was like a single that they that they released in 2017. And this one has much more of that emo kind of vibe to it for sure. 
but uh, I appreciated it just as much as Equip Sunglasses, that first song. And it's actually their second most played song on Spotify. So if you go down the list on their top played songs, it's just like hit after hit after hit. So here's uh, I Fell in Love with Princess Peach. Which gives you a different flavor, you know, of, of what the band can do. I like when they're able to have a contrast there in sound. Doesn't all have to be ragey. Yeah. This one reminds me much more of like a brand new kind of song. There are just some things you can't change, like the color of And the duetting on the vocals is really nice. I could just imagine, like, at their shows when they played this song, the whole crowd singing it back at them. It feels like one of those ballads, right? Yeah, I really like this, man. This is soft. This is cool. It br- it's definitely, like I said, it's a different energy from and again, uh, the for first the vocals, song. I'm a fool for that kind of raspy... Pre-scream, you know, like with a lack of better term right there. But and like I'm, I'm not entirely sure how how old these guys are, but their sound really does sound like a post-emo kind of sound mm-hmm. uh, in that in the pop punk vein. And in the songwriting, man, I'm I tend to be a fool for two specific patterns, like where it's like a slow build up and then back down. And then back up and then back up. Yeah. Or the one that's like a constant mountain where it's like it starts slow, gets a little bit more, drops a little bit, not much, not mm-hmm. down to the original state, but right. a little bit. And then Keeping it gets higher person. than ever towards the end. You know what Appreciate I mean? Like, I'm, I'm a fool for those two patterns, especially. Um, this one seems like a more even up and down, up and down. But uh, I love that. I really do love that. It keeps the mind into the song. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? You didn't hear the end of the song. So anyone Ooh. else out there interested, definitely go and check out I Fell in Love with Princess Peach, that second song by Help Mulligan. Um, they have some tour dates that are uh, put up on their website here. So <laughs> I'm hoping that these are like actually going to happen for them because they're like far enough out They're They're end of May. They got some stuff predicted and this might just be one of those things where um, as things change, they sort of add and subtract dates, I'd imagine. But on their website, they have some stuff from Minneapolis, uh, North Kansas City, Denver, Salt Lake City, uh, Portland over here near me in uh, Berkeley in June. So end of May, June, it looks like they got a tour set up for the uh, summer all around America. Damn, that's awesome. That's awesome. Getting live music back to normal. I can't wait for that, man. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I mean, I know it's easier um, come summer for people to do outdoor venues. Uh, mm-hmm. That That's probably easier to tackle. To right yeah, it's yeah. an easier way to tackle it these days, um, which really sucks for those indoor venues who, who really don't have an option for that kind of shit. But if if people are, you know, doing what they can do and, and we get back to some kind of normal maybe i can go see fucking hot mulligan in june <laughs> dude i'd love to see them live that'd be I sweet they're fucking you know they carry it live they probably sound gnarly live mm-hmm. Hell yeah. so yeah definitely check them out and matt you have a suggestion for us 
Oh, do I? It, did I bring one? Oh, okay. All you right. better. I brought the raddest, dude. Stop. I brought the raddest. I went. I outsourced this to Northeast Australia. And okay. You know, it doesn't get any gnarly. Another import. Than down under. All right. We're talking about the chats, dude. I almost recommended these guys before, but I felt like maybe you guys weren't even ready for this. How about that? I felt like the heat couldn't be handled. I keep them in the vault. The chats, a three-piece rad-ass punk rock, like this trash punk rock style band. And they're just talking. They're slinging all kinds of Australian slang, which I love. Shit, I'm like learning. I got to look up what it means as I'm <laughs> listening because it's out of control. Uh as I said, three-piece, uh, Josh Price on guitar, Matt Bogus on drums, and Eamon Sandwith on uh, bass and lead vocals. He's got the gnarliest mullet, dude. Like Honestly, <laughs> like we were arguing about mullets earlier. Oh, yeah. No, that's a, of, like, that's a unicorn mullet. This is a unicorn mullet. Like, I'm going to play a little bit of the music video here like on the YouTube. Like We might get taken down for this, but on my share, for the first time ever, we're taken transcending. Down under. We're transcending. We are going to do a little bit of the music video because I want you to see the mullet alone. All right. I don't think it'll count since we're in the other hemisphere. It's going to be upside down for them. I think, yeah, I think, it, yeah, right? Pretty sure that's how it works. But, man, got a oh, nice solid little punk. Riff you are not you, watching our YouTube. A mullet coming Oof. up over the horizon. And well, this is what sold me. When I watched the music video, I was like, holy shit, this dude's got so much slag. Like, <laughs> I don't even feel like a man right now. Yeah, he could kick both our asses at the same time, I think. Dude, he's like about 14 years old, scrawny as fuck, but I know he would totally outdeck us. The dude's laying some serious pipe. Now, the song I'm playing right now, this is called Smoke Out. Uh, originally, I thought it was like some kind of slang for uh, like a drug, you know, like the K2 fake weed or something like that. But the dude's on a smoke break. He's like, leave me the fuck alone. He can't relate to that. <laughs> He's telling him to fuck off. He's on his time. He's on his time, dude. Get out of here. Don't fucking... I don't give a fuck if you're looking for the right aid or what. And Matt and I Gnarly. both own the bass that he's playing as well. Dude, hell yeah. Little classic Squire bass style. <laughs> Yeah, it's man. so it's, it's, it brings it back to such a, like early like punk sound. I love it. Oh, dude, I'm I love the chats, man. They're a good little vibe to throw on. Just get you out of the norm. You know what I mean? Like you might or, not relate exactly, especially if but, you're especially if you're angry. Oh, dude, if you're angry, it, they're good angry dude, music. It just sounds good. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, these guys they've been around since uh, 2016. They met when they were about 17 years old in Saint Teresa's Catholic College in Noosa, Queensland. Started young, started cranking out. They they found out they had a common taste in music. Started cranking out this punk, and uh, just really fucking amazing. Took the off next from song, there. So that first song I played for me was uh, from the uh, 2017 album "Get This In Ya." <laughs> love, the, love the album title get this in fantastic ya. uh this one though this is uh just the self-titled debut it's the chats and this one was actually recorded in their high school which is really fucking cool i find that very 
you know, just like fucking, I love the, the, the growth local, of an artist, you yeah. know, like the beginning of fucking growing into something. They went viral with Smoko in 2017. It became like a huge like hit. Hell yeah. It exceeded like past the national barriers and came to the US, came to the UK. Fucking people were just like, oh yeah, Smoko. <laughs> fucking. It would, especially, it's probably, I imagine like TikTok style. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm spitzing and weird ass like skits and stuff i'm surprised that didn't go off on tiktok the sound would fit that kind of perfectly hell yeah <laughs> um but this next one uh 2016 recorded in their high school again just like i i really appreciate that kind of thing um let's hear this this is mom stole my darts a lot of their songs have these crazy storylines that are just fun just fun and ridiculous it, it reminds you of like punk and ska Oh, dude, that's all it's missing is the horn. But like, horns, honestly, yeah. I'm glad it doesn't have a horn because like the horn <laughs> turns me off. That's what like broke it takes me with away Scott. the it takes away the hardness for you. Yeah, like I don't know because like you could totally imagine right now a horn over this, right? I'm gonna get yeah, I'm yeah, gonna get Ian Fidance in here. Stop, dude! That dude only wears Scott shoes. If this like dude, he can't wear shoes unless they've been like worn by like a ska like lead singer. Dance on my butt. I know he took some. Dude, he took a talking. He goes from mom stealing his darts sings, to dad. To Swedes. Stole his butts. He took the biggest nug, dude. It's fucked. How rude is it to take the biggest nug? Like, you're gonna pinch some nugs. Like, take, take a little bit. Oh, you got some, pincher, you got some you know? boys in there, too. Dude, you like that? Yeah, you can help. Dude, that's, that's how you solidify your gear in punk. Like, yeah, you know, right? You gotta yeah, force them always. It's a change-up, man. I uh, I was like, when we were coming to like figuring out who we were going to recommend, I'm like, man, I don't want to do like another synth wave, mm-hmm. you know? I do like I'm always I feel like I'm always doing like some emo or some synth wave. I wanted it's to a, change it's it up. It's a switch-up, but it's a good one. These guys are sick. I love the chats, man. They're uh, they're blowing up. I feel like they're gonna get a lot more success than they are. They got three hundred eighty thousand followers on Spotify. Hey, mm. help them get that number up there. Follow yeah. them on Spotify. Check them out. Check out their work. Uh, some of Queensland's finest, if I might say myself. There you go. Taking the Hell title. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. So definitely follow the chats. Go follow Hot Mulligan both on Spotify. Both will be on our Spotify playlist if you want to follow that over there search american slacker podcast playlist on spotify and we will be right back with a fun little music game for you hey there friends it's local neighborhood baby host of stressed depressed and anxious podcast with new episodes every monday Go to the website, stressedepressedanxious.com. There you'll find links to all of your favorite listening platforms so you can download and subscribe. The thing is, mental health illnesses make us feel so alone, like we're on this weird island all by ourselves, screaming at the top of our lungs with nobody around to hear us. But the real truth is, you're not alone. I'm there too. On the podcast, I'll take you through all the intricate, intimate details of my very up life we'll be laughing about it crying about it and everything in between because the truth is you know what it is a beautiful day in the neighborhood you just can't see it sometimes but i'm gonna be right there with you in the dark so go to the website stressdepressedanxious.com download subscribe interact come join the fun i'm here you're not alone
This episode of American Slacker is brought to you in part by Dango Products. Made here in America, they offer wallets, watches, and many other accessories. A couple months ago, I ordered my DO1 Dapper Pen Wallet in their patented DTEX, which is amazing. The DTEX that they've created is a material that is scratch-proof, water-resistant, and so easy to clean. You know, if you're working out there on the grind, getting your pockets dirty, maybe getting your wallet dirty, this thing will clean up and you can go out in the tux at night and you won't even know the difference. Check out their quality selection of wallets, watches, and other accessories at dangoproducts.com. Use the promo code SLACKER for 10% off your order. SLACKER approved. And we're back and it's smoking here. God, let's clear this out a little bit here. All right, we're getting ready to play a game that I believe Jesse has prepared for me. And I'm not ready. Yeah. <laughs> I got a I, I got a little flip and reverse it game here for you. People have come to love this game. They I just love, can't get dude, enough I love of the game. Man. It's fun. It's uh it's music oriented. What more can you want? You know? A music game? Come on. And this time we're going back. We're going back to the, our childhood. Uh you remember zipping around the roller rink on Friday, Saturday nights? With your with your little middle school friends listening to the jams and the beats, well, you better have, because you're gonna need those those beats tonight. What is this playlist called? I didn't even look it up. If you uh, click the link that I provided below, you will find <laughs> you will find the roller '90s roller rink right. uh, playlist, and we'll we'll provide that as well for other people on the Facebook so yeah. they can play along if they want. Okay, hold on. How is this, this one is by 90s Roller Rink. This, so, this is called S Roller Rinks. Is there you the go. Name of the playlist. Make sure by you Craig Bill Bilski. Yep. Craig Bilski. <laughs> Thirty-four songs. Thirty-three. Or, well, I got thirty-three on mine. You got thirty-four. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. Oof. I don't know. I'm looking at this list and I'm like, shit. I don't know if I'm going to get any of these, but we'll see. Well, best of luck, Matt. Because you're going to have to bring your A game if you want to win tonight. So let's. That's your first one. Any idea what that could be? Not at all, dude. Are you serious? (laughs) Do you want me to give it another play? Yeah, please. Ready yourself? All right, number one here. I don't know. I'm going to I've randomly selected. I'm going to say Rhythm is a Dancer 12 inch version and we're talking Magnum baby. Come on. <laughs> By snap. That's that's your that's your final answer? Yeah. Oh boy. Really? I thought this would be an easy one for you here. Play it forward Wait. for me. Here you go. Scatman can do it, brother. So can you. I'm a Scatman. I'm a Scatman. Oh. We're this talking Scatman, baby. Scatman by Scatman John. I've never probably heard this in my life. I could almost like bet my cat's life on this. You've never heard Scatman before? Beavis and Butthead did a whole thing on Scatman. I must have so missed we have, one. We, we have another one here for you. Okay. Let's see oh, and one. how you do on this next one. Maybe you'll do a little better. Uh-oh. Yeah, I got it. Kill that shit. Number 28, You Oughta Know by Alanis Morissette. Also has, like, a song about... 
giving Uncle Joey a little fucking handy or a blowjob in a theater? Well, that's not nice. Yeah, I know. Isn't that wild? And I think you got this one. Is it the song? Yeah, dude, this is the one about Uncle Joey in Full House. <laughs> no, it wasn't that Uncle Joey. It could be. Yeah. Dude, no, it's that Uncle Joey. I'm telling you, 100%. Dave, Duvall, whatever the fuck his name is. Dave, uh, Dave something Dave, or other. Dave something. Uncle Joey, dude. Uh, the goofball, yeah. him and Landis Morissette in a dark theater. He convinced her to give him a little, you know, something, something. And she you just ruined that song for me. I'm telling you, dude, you look up the story. Like, I heard about it. I, when I heard about it, I, my Is that supposed to be hot? Ruined. Is that supposed to be hot? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's kind of it's it's hot, hot, dude. Uncle Joey fucking... Different strokes. Alanis Morissette, dude. Sing different me a song, strokes lady. for different folks, including Dave from... Or, uh, what's his name from Uncle Florida? Joey, dude. Uncle Joey, yeah, Uncle baby. Joey. All right, we oh, got the next one. So you're one, you got one, well. one wrong, one right. Let's see how you do on the next one here. Dude, you're not going to slip fucking Alanis Morissette past me. Tell you that much. Oh, come on, baby. Cut it. Cut it. Cut the song right now. I don't even know. Well, it's got to play out. La, 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 la. The way the mechanics of the game work. Give him a butterfly. Sugar. Baby. It sounds the same. Backwards and forward. The song sucks dick and it'll transcend forever. That is, honestly, no, that fits the title of the playlist. If you were going to the fucking roller rink in like 99, you definitely hear Butterfly. You definitely didn't go one night without hearing Butterfly. It was mandatory on the playlist. They were mandatory. like legally contracted. Le- like to play legit, it. there was a $1,400 fine for their license. <laughs> yeah. If you did not play Butterfly, you were in deep it's part shape. of the roller rink license. Yeah. All right. So you're looking good. You got two and, two one. and one. Two and one. Hit me with Rhythm of the Night so I can cap it off. Oh, it's okay. Oh, pump the pump up the jam by Technotronic. Yes, sir. You got another one right here. If you didn't include that last little piece where I heard pump it up somewhere, well, I think pump sounds fairly similar forward and backwards. (laughs) (laughs) This was another fucking. Dude, Beat. yeah, this is like the chicken song. You're not gonna go to like a roller roller rink and not hear the chicken song. You know? Oh, that I should have thrown that one. Now this one's this one's just for fun because you already sealed the deal. I've won, dude. There's no. You're talking. You're talking classic. You can't defeat me in the roller rink. That's like if if we were bad guys, like pauses, dude. Come on, I'm like trying to give it like a speech here. If we were bad guys, the roller rink would be like my home level. You know what I mean? I you were not going in with this amount of confidence before. <laughs> I wasn't, but now that I won already, I mean, you know, yeah, I'm there, not going to back an off. There's an immense amount of shit talking coming <laughs> out of you. All right, hit me with it. I'm so mad that you didn't do Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. How are you going to not use a Mark Wahlberg song? <laughs> there's, a, I only got to pick five. There's a lot of good ones there. It's all gold. Any any guess? Hold on, I'm going through the playlist because I know the song. Hit me with it one more time, real quick, just so I can solidify it. Oh, 
Fuck, I don't know the name of this song, but I know the song. <laughs> Shit, I can dude. hear it, but I, I put the list together. So I'm wondering how hard it is. If you is don't it boom, know boom, it boom? Is. is that your final answer? No. <laughs> you made me think otherwise. Hold on. Because I'll hit play if it's your final answer. I feel like this is a like theme song to an anime. <laughs> uh, You're right. It's the Pokemon theme song. <laughs> oh, dude. It reminds me of like um, Shin Chan or some shit. You're about to run out of time. I'm just for a bonus point. Go ahead. Boom, boom. boom. <laughs> well, that was a little bit of reverse still. <laughs> Oh, Cotton Eye Joe. God damn it. I fucking hate Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah, me too. Thank God I won already. So Everyone should. Rednecks. Uh. By the Rednecks. So yeah, you won that one. Congrats. You oh, are yeah. the king of the roller rink for now until we do the 2000s. Dude. And then there'll be a tie and I'll have to win again. We just have to make sure like that I put you against that and that, like I don't again have to go against it because we know I'll win. <laughs> I mean, we could put you back in the rink. I don't need the king, to go back you can in the, the ring. You can be the king of the rink. You can be, you know, four-time champion king of the rink. Obviously, I've shown rink superiority, so... Now we got the 2010s, so you can be a three-decade king of the rink. That's you... past my territory, but hey, I'm not saying that I wouldn't decimate it. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I'm not going to put myself down there. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it your A-game. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, sir. So that is it for the show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hell yeah. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in this long. It's been a wild ride. Uh, real quick, hey, again, those Twitches, hit us up. Catch the American Slacker podcast Twitch officially on there. We got a new show debuting again this week, maybe next week, the latest. Uh, really excited about this project, and it's going to be something unique that you never saw coming from American Slacker. I will say that much. And if not, catch in right now. There's plenty of videos up on my Twitch, on Landers' Twitch. Catch me, MWG Media on Instagram, Maddie G from HP on Twitch and Xbox Live. Yeah, and uh, every time you speak, you're auditioning for leadership. So I think based off of the last hour of what we said, we're pretty fucking qualified. I'm usually not down with the cult shit, but you kind of complimented me in that one, so I'm going to let this one go. I like it. See, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning how to rope, it, rope both of us into him. I'm going to get you some... And I'm gonna I get you some cult followers here. I approve that message from Jesse Landers. And you can follow me on Twitch on everything at Landers the Plane. We're going to the moon. Hell yeah. Check him out. He's going to the moon, people. All right. We love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for helping us chart on the podcast charts. It means a lot. And uh, until next time, till next week, that's it. There you go. We're smoking America. America. We passing America. Yeah. I'm mapping America. America. I'm second America. America. We talking America. America. We blazing America. This is fucking America. America. We're second America. America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. 
You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like Domino's bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America. America. We passing America. I'm mapping America. I'm second America. We talking America. We blazing America. This is fucking America. We second America. We second America. Ten's gonna be fun too. Yeah. When we're, then looking, we're like that Spotify money, we're like far into the Spotify money by then. That'd like be nice. Hundreds of millions. Once we each. left Spotify for the next platform. Oh, dude, when we left Spotify and we took the. I can't not, wait to leave shicey. Spotify. We left the shicey deal because they were paying us twice as much to bring the mm-hmm. content over there. Mm-hmm. Dude. <laughs>